The first cell phone was demonstrated in 1973 by Martin Cooper. You know what wasn't demonstrated? Shared plans. Over 50 years later, you can save on one line thanks to Visible. When you switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible, you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees. No, really. You can look around for them. They're not there. Switch now at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Beyond and hello and welcome to Podcast Beyond episode 800. I'm your host, Max Scoville, and I'm joined by my good friends, Jada Griffin and Brian Altano. Hello. Beyond. 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 No, no, we don't need Beyond. to. Don't, don't, no, don't do that again. No, we have to do it 800 times. Don't. Beyond. We yeah. have done, well, somebody's done it 800 times. I've probably <laughs> done it this I probably said that word 800 times. Uh, so <laughs> there, were, there was a time in history where we would throw some big, crazy live event for Podcast Beyond, number 800. But the reality is, as you get older, birthday parties sometimes get less exciting. And, you know, maybe you used to get a whole petting zoo at your house, but now maybe you go out for dinner with friends and get a new pair of socks. So that said, I think we're going to have what? You got a petting zoo? Yeah. Uh, no. Can we rewind a little bit? Petting what? zoo? You got a petting zoo? No, I never had a petting How? zoo. Like with a llama and everything? I never had a petting zoo. I, I saw Were there raccoons? Mrs. Doubtfire, the kid, had a petting zoo. There. I don't think, they, are they allowed raccoons? Okay, we're getting a little bit off the rails here. The you can't point pet is, raccoons. Like, Don't tell Rocket that. You can pet anything. Anyway, uh, the point is, we have a bunch of stuff to talk about. We were sort of initially like, what do you do for episode 800 of a, of a long-running podcast? Mm -hmm. And uh, then all of a sudden, we have like a seven-page run of show with a bunch of cool stuff to talk about. And we may not even have time to talk about all of it today, in which case, we'll do a little after party next week. But uh, that said, I wanted to talk a little bit about exactly just sort of the, the cultural context of the show without being too victory lappy and back patty about it. But... This was started in June 25th, 2007, which is about 16 years ago. That's in incredible. Change. Yeah. It's a long, long time was, for a was, show to be running. I was three years old, Max. I feel terrifically old now. I'm kidding. Uh, I was yeah, not three no. years old. <laughs> I was not three years old. <laughs> uh, but no, this, the, the original lineup was uh, Jeremy Dunham and Chris Roper and uh, Jeff Haynes and a quiet young lad named uh, Gregory Miller. Yep. And, uh, that was the PlayStation editorial team. Not only do none of those people work here anymore, there also is no longer a PlayStation editorial team. Yeah. Uh, gaming has changed a lot. That was back then just an audio thing. A podcast was probably just a whole, just a shot in the dark to see what would happen. Mm -hmm. uh, and now we make uh, a video show every week. So... Uh, Kind of wild to think about all that, but I also wanted to take a look at exactly how much PlayStation has changed. Yeah. Um, mm. One thing that PlayStation sort of has a really amazing track record for is slogans. Wait, hold on. No, no, no. We got to back this up a little bit. I'm, <laughs> I'm getting, we're getting into this too There's fast. so many things. We're just so excited, Max. We're okay. So, so excited. Let's, I want to look back at, at sort of 16 years of beyond. How old is that in like in Sony stuff? Yeah. It mm. is about... Two and a half console generations, but it's actually a lot more hardware than that. It is a 
six consoles, depending how you're counting it. There's the PS3, the PS3 Slim, the PS3 Super Slim, the PS4 Slim, the PS4 Pro, and now the PlayStation 5. And a couple of handhelds and headsets in there. Oh yeah, too. no, there's some handhelds. There's the there's the PSP, the PSP Go, the PSP Vita, and the PSP Vita Slim. Or not the PSP. What am I? PSP Vita. Um, <laughs> but there were also like the three models of the PSP, like the PSP mm -hmm. 1000, 2000, and 3000. So yeah, you can do a lot of goalpost moving and sort of fudging of numbers here. Uh, the point is, it's been a lot. It's been a lot of gadgets. Yeah, it's been uh, and the you know the PSP. The show is actually old. no, it's not older than the PSP. It it's older than the. Well, the Vita and the PSP Go and a bunch of other stuff. Two VR headsets, PSTV, a gaming monitor specifically for PlayStation. Sony's been busy. Yeah, they, they make, a lot of stuff. Yeah. You're, you're welcome, Sony. Yeah. You're welcome. Podcast Beyond did that for you. Yeah. yeah but also, we couldn't have done it without you. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, it's, I don't know. It's just, it's incredibly weird to look back at what was going on that long ago. I think we want to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let, let's, you know, Beyond is awesome, but like, let's celebrate the the history of, of PlayStation here. For yeah. Because like, it's been just immensely cool watching this company grow and evolve and ebb and flow and and misstep and then take huge strides and dominate the industry and uh, so many things have happened so it's 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 been it's been very very fascinating to watch i think the big thing for me is like playstation has always just been a consistent thing in my life uh at least since the ps2 mm -hmm. uh era like i've just i've always had a playstation in my house and like it's just been kind of one of those staples things like it's like having a toaster like for me it's like a playstation 2 yeah like it's just it's one of those things i've i've always can count on to be there for me. i mean the ps3 some people did say looked like a george foreman grill it did so you're, not, you're not wrong <laughs> you're on to something let it heat up enough you could probably toast stuff on it though yeah avoid the warranty who knows yeah. uh yeah the the thing that i also love is that podcast beyond i i feel like some of our younger listeners might not even know this it is named after what was the playstation 3 slogan at the time of its inception right which was mm -hmm. play beyond but the e was a three which was in red because the slogans have a weird history of being one letter is like the E is, is red, but it was a three because it's the PS3. It's a whole whole weird thing. Sony's had some very weird slogans. Graphic I, design. I thought mm -hmm. we'd kind of look back at some of the ones that have happened since beyond, not just beyond yeah. the show, but beyond the the catchphrase. Yeah. Uh, Play Beyond was was uh, about midway through the PS3's life cycle. There's a bunch of stuff that came before that. Uh, it was followed uh, in U.S. commercials by It Only Does Everything, which is a, just a shockingly ambitious and grandiose statement to make about your product. It also... Uh became an instant joke when the PlayStation went offline for a while, PSN, and everyone was like, it only does nothing. It does everything but work. Yeah. <laughs> I like that you could hook up a you could hook up a printer to the PS3. I don't know if anyone actually did that, but that is a that I is mean, an option. Yeah, I had a, I mean I had the old 60 gig, so I had all the extra media drive spot slots. So I was oh, yeah. I used that to transfer files for years. You had the backwards compatible yes. one. Yes. Played was, all my PS2 games. That was the and PS2 right there. Games on that second. In mm -hmm. in Europe, there was the game is just the start. Start PS3. What what that was what? Uh, that was their first. That is not a great one. That the game their... is just a start. Start PS3. So That's the start of of it only doing everything. Because after the game, you can watch watch a D, uh, DVD and, and print. Right. Yeah, you can print. <laughs> Take it for a walk. You know. On the browser, print some websites, whatever. Uh, then there was, of course, Long Live Play, which was a I feel like a pretty good mm -hmm. classic one. 
uh, never stop playing, which was, I love that that's just like a big, that was, that was a threat. I, yeah. I actually took that one to heart and that's why I play so many games, guys. Like, that's why you have all those platinum trophies. Why I have all those platinum trophies. That feels yeah. like, you know, it's like, it only does what Nintendo at the time, like the mm -hmm. Wii would be like, Hey, you've been playing for a while. Why don't you go <laughs> yep. get some fresh air? It was like, never stop. <laughs> <laughs> don't go outside. Lock the door. Quitting is not an option. <laughs> that's like a tap out shirt. Like what is yeah. <laughs> Then there was greatness awaits. Which was I don't know, another one that got made fun of. Uh, every time a game got delayed, people would be like, "More like greatness waits." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I yeah. never saw that. I never saw those really? memes. Yeah, I never saw those memes. Oh like, man, waits. But that's a good been, one. You've been shielded from some of the then, some of the funniest. There's, sort of, there's the little spin-off slogans. There's the PlayStation Move, which was this changes everything, which could be said of literally any action in the course of history. Anything changes everything. Mm -hmm. But sure, the PlayStation Move that changed. What did that change? Uh, that changed uh, the way that people decided to spend their money on PlayStation. It changed the way um, that I didn't get new controllers when I got a PSVR. I had to go on GameStop <laughs> and buy used ones in a Ziploc bag from 10 years before. Yep. Then there Sorry was about that. Yeah, it's, you know. Move into the action, which is <laughs> move into the attic. Move here in the big <laughs> Trump. <laughs> move into the attic. <laughs> move into the action again. Sounds like unsafe recommendations. It's like if you see a car hurtling towards you, step closer to it. I don't That's remember really move into the action. If you see a bunch of people in a fight, move into the action. Is that the, was that the PS move? That was PS move. Yeah. Yes. Move into the action. Yeah. Move into the action. Move out of your mom's house and you <laughs> uh, can get some action. Then there was the PlayStation Network, which I think is confusing. Is it was download, play, connect? Should have been. It was down, been play, connect, connect for a while. It should have been connect, download, play, and right? PlayStation like, not work. What do you download? Do you download the network? Like what? <laughs> <laughs> download the game, then play it. Like, oh, and then connect with others. Those, that's what was the, the gist of that one. That, there are so many uh, like like mid mid generation internet buzzwords around that. Mm -hmm. Yep. Like download and connect are just words we just do not really use. And that's that's I why like I always like digital download. Yeah, digital. Download. I like analog downloads. <laughs> I like to download documents and print them off of my PS3 printer. Physical download. Yeah. Uh, the PlayStation Vita also did never stop playing, which I feel like was really that. I mean, that made more sense. Yeah, you know? take yeah. it on the go. Yeah, yeah. transferring. Yeah, never stop right. playing, but but do stop developing first-party software for it within a year. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Why not? Always. Yeah. Uh, there was also in the Europe there in the Europe in Europe the there Europe. was uh, <laughs> the world is in play. So all right, what is like, that? The world is it up for grabs? Which is weird to have like a territorial slogan that refers to the entire world. Yeah, that's Europe what they write on that. World, guys. That's what they write that's on that board game, Risk. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Did that ever get released on the Vita? Risk? Yeah. Risk? No, it's that's a game, so it didn't come. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Vita. The two Vita games people waited for: Bioshock and Risk. Just yeah. Get enough of it. Uh, PlayStation Four, plenty of those. We got See the Future. I did. That was a and good. That's one. why I'm here. I like that one a lot. Yeah, that's, I, that I think good. they had some good stuff. It's it's also worth pointing out, like during the PS3, like their you mentioned, like the graphic design, their branding was all like it was red, and then for mm -hmm. for PlayStation, it moved to blue. And at the time of PS3, there was a Nintendo Wii which had the blue light on the front of it, yep. and they had the blue ocean strategy. And now Nintendo's back to the red thing, and PlayStation's back to the blue thing. And Xbox has just been like green, green, green the they whole had the time. red ring for a little while, but you know, oh, they did have a red yeah, ring, yeah. yeah. Uh, there was uh, push the boundaries of play, which okay, sure. What and then you know greatness awaits. They kept that one going. Which I never greatness awaits is a good one. I like that one a lot. I, that that one's amazing. Yeah. I like that a lot. But I never liked the of play stuff because it sounds like you're talking to like a toddler. You know, like the rules of play or the state of play. Like I don't like the of play 
phrase. Maybe I'm alone on that one, but some of these they get worse. Some then there was this is four. Is they get worse? One of them. It gets worse. <laughs> they get worse. Who are they? PlayStation. Uh, no. Then there was this is four. The players number four. Like it's a Prince oh. song, which is. Yep. Okay. Which I think GameStop ripped off partially when they did their whole thing around power to the players. Like, was it power to the players with a number? I don't think GameStop it was. Two coming this fall. <laughs> <laughs> there was where the greatest play. That's that was written about me. Yeah, yeah. greatest. Yeah. yeah, that was where written the, about me. The greatest. Uh, PlayStation Five has play has no limits. And then here is your end user license agreement. Please adhere to it before playing. Mm -hmm. uh, I like I like play has no limits. Play has no limits. I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I love I, these. I love the really the really grandiose ones are just like they're such just it's just such marketing esoteric. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, just to be esoteric. I like the sort of mysterious. Like I think greatness awaits is like that's what like a mm -hmm. like a guy with an eye patch would say to you in a tavern <laughs> or embarking on a voyage. It's like, would you like to see the world? Greatness awaits. That one. Wouldst thou like the taste of butter? Wouldst thou like to live deliciously? <laughs> greatness awaits. I like that one a lot because it it does sound like you're you're starting a big adventure, and I think that's like when they became really truly synonymous with like a bunch of big kind of like 3d action adventure story driven mm. sad dad games right that we all love so yeah. much we love to be the sad dads i don't i am one in real life and you know what i'll do one in yeah. the video game Just yeah throw the axe at things i won't do one in the video game I'll be no that's actually one of the better so do one in a video game. <laughs> do, uh, so that's that's only that's not that's like barely half the the slogans that sony's had in it in its lifetime right uh, or since the you know birth of the playstation going back to the playstation one i am amazed that the PlayStation was successful because of how they were advertising it. Because they infamously, there was, there was, you, letter U, letter R, word not, and then lowercase e, and then the e would be printed in red, which yeah. is supposed to be you are not ready, which again is like, e. you have to dec decode it. Yeah. There's a red e. Well, we, that uh, was the three and beyond was a red three, which was the red. Yeah, when we, I, I remember at the time we we all read it as your note. <laughs> yeah, no, it looked like your note, and that wasn't that was only one of them because there was also Enos lives, which was supposed what? to be it was supposed to be the red E, and then NOS was 9th of September lives. So uh, what? <laughs> yes, like <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to explain uh, explain this to me better. Red E, red E. Okay, not 9th of September. Oh, 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 okay. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Got it. But it just. So PlayStation like... originally started as the fifth letter of the alphabet. Sure. It's just. I, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I saw you do the mental gymnastics. If Is E the fifth letter? <laughs> Check out IGN's top five letters of the alphabet. We got this. Mm hmm. Yeah, no, I just, I love you, you, like, you're not ready is again, like, it's, it's a, it's a code on its, and this is 1995, like, right. they, they were writing this in magazines and stuff, like, it wasn't, it wasn't viral marketing or anything. N64 cartridges were so expensive that these slogans could be this bad and the PlayStation could still be successful. Yeah, that's, that's, mm -hmm. that's, that's how dire things were on the competition side. <laughs> I like that they they did the a marketing thing where it was like the society against PlayStation which is like they made like a fake like a fake PlayStation is bad and then their slogan was do not underestimate the power of PlayStation which is like you can just celebrate your I mean you just say that hey we're awesome hey, PlayStation I actually kind of cool. like I like that one a lot too cuz it's, it's it's like don't don't mess with us yeah you know? I guess yeah it's, it's a little uh, fair warning to any competitors like hey yeah and then there's the the little PS one, the little little baby one. The Pizone. 
Yeah, the pisson. <laughs> uh, that one got wherever, whenever, forever, which sounds like uh, a cross between a Shakira song and uh, <laughs> one of Vasquez's lines from Aliens. So yeah. I'll take it. It's it's good. I did they say wherever because it was small and you were supposed to like chuck that in a backpack and plug yeah. it in somewhere? Yeah, it was yep. portable. I, yeah, I like that. Portable, it was portable. Like one a, the, year, a year and a half later when they made the screen. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's right. But that's it was. Right. Yeah, you could chuck it in a backpack and take it with you, which is which is. I cool. liked. I thought that was an adorable. It was also design. so small yeah. that you yeah. lose it, and then you'd be like, "Where is it?" And you're like, "Wherever." <laughs> Somewhere behind the couch. Uh, when will I find it? Whenever. <laughs> PlayStation Two. One of the the first slogan was the beginning, which is. Sort of undermines the two. Yeah. I would say it continues, <laughs> but go on. See uh, it again for the first time. <laughs> why not? There was Live in Your World, Play in Ours, which is... The, I, that's I think that's, that's... Yeah. I think that's is that our favorite one? I that's think that's... I think that might be the best, the best yeah. one. Yeah. I think that's up there with Greatness Awaits for me. Let, let us know in the comments, but I think Live in Your World, Play in Ours, and Greatness Awaits are, are my top two. Then there was, in parentheses... Okay, I love that some of these just look like, just look like song titles. Mm -hmm. uh, in parentheses, Welcome to the... And then Third Place. I don't get that because PlayStation 2 was like first place. That, I think it was like generation. there's like there's there's like work or school and there's third places are third place. Yeah. Oh. Third places are like com community areas that we've. Uh, right. I've never heard that it, that term used like it's, that. It's like a. I mean, it's 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 a it's a social structure thing, but also like an architectural or yeah. zoning thing. I guess it's because like, I was three at the time, so yeah, that's like probably you, why you you stay your home and then you go to work and, and then, then the third place used to be the PlayStation like, home. Yeah. It, it used to be like uh, rec centers yeah. and community gotcha. places, okay. and, but they don't have those anymore. Yeah. Um, so now you like stay just, home and your third place is on your TV. I wonder deprioritized making those better because it sounds like they got a bronze medal. Like it's... Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So welcome to third place, which again is you're using the, a, weird, a weird numbering convention for this is PlayStation 2, the third place. And it's like, I, I can see why that went over some people's heads. Also like amazing work that that console was in first place that generation because like there was a third place that generation Yep. and it could have easily been them with that phrase and people would have just ran it into the ground making fun of them, but yeah. they knew what they were doing. I like this one. Fun anyone? <laughs> it's just like the, re sure, the residential advisor is like, here. Uh, <laughs> okay, so that that's like the toddler. That's the toddler kindergarten. Like, like, like here you go, Jada. Fun, Here's your anyone? PS2 at three. Fun. Sprinkles the birthday anyone? clown is here. <laughs> He's fun. Anyone? anyone order some fun? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, that's a bad one. Uh, was that for PS2? Yeah, that was for PS2. There was also they must have been crushing it by then. They oh just, no, they didn't. They, they didn't. They didn't oh, no, crap, no. Just riding high. Uh, <laughs> then there was uh, the <laughs> the ultimate just got better PlayStation Nine teleport yours today, which was this famous ad for the PlayStation Nine that was actually for the PlayStation Two, which sets some. I mean, I think we're on track to get to the PlayStation Nine based on what we have here. I think we're gonna have nano machines that go straight up your nose, and then oh man, I hope so. VR. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, you I, want this, I want this. I want this. I want this BioLink in my uh, for my PS Nine. Like, I really hope that they take this commercial it's, and they remake it for the PS Nine in like fifteen years. It's so utterly bonkers. Years? It's so fifteen. I don't know, 18, 20 years. What are we? How far away are we from what PlayStation is, I mean, Nine? It's, well, like eight or nine. We're on five. It's like. So he's usually announced every, what, seven? You're talking years? to a person who took a minute to figure out what the fifth letter was. <laughs> so like, let's see, if he's console generations anywhere between, let's say, seven and eight years, let's round. So that'd be another four generations. It's really impossible. So we're looking at like 28 to 32 so like years. So. 28 yeah. to 32 years. 32 years. From that? Not, All right. No, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Math, look, kids. Look up the podcast beyond episode 3,250. <laughs> 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 
where you can learn about your alphabets and your numbers. Great place to be. Uh, speaking of alphabets and, and numbers, we got another we got another banger here that was it was I think I love it. This this range from like the most like coked out marketing guy being like PlayStation, it'll let you rule the world. And then some of them are just like a third grader at like four thirty on a Friday. And yeah, PlayStation Portable. It was PSP. Hell's yeah. That was totally. That is hundred percent written by somebody at Sony's like nephew. Like yeah. that came over and is like, hey, I want you to try this new PlayStation handheld we've got. Well, oh, the, it's called the PSP. Hell oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot about the squirrels in the advertising campaign. Oh man, the squirrels were great though. Yeah. Isn't that the that was like the Kevin Butler era though? Where and so, yes. like the main PlayStation had like fake corporate guy, and then for the PSP they had that kid from Role Models, I think. Yes. Who would come out and just be like Support. I'm. It's sm smaller and funnier, just just like me. And then the mark, the marketing man. Uh, Hell yeah is what? what no 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 no. Hells with a Z. Hells yeah yeah yeah. Yes. That's yeah. that's that's what you say in sixth grade when they're like, hey, we're gonna watch a movie uh, and order yeah. pizza for the last day of school. You go, hells yeah, yeah. I love movie pizza. No. Fun anyone? Shut up, nerd. Mozzarella sticks? Hell yeah. Oh man. I. This yeah, dude, get your own. Uh, yeah, I dude, that. get what was that for PSP? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I get that. Dude, get your own. Stop trying to borrow my PSP. Yeah. Stop sharing. You don't no take sharing. care of your shit. So wow, that oh, man. Everywhere just got better. I like that one. That one's simple. That's a good one. To the point. Mm -hmm. uh, then I like that one a lot for a yeah. portable system. Yep. That was for the later model PSP and the PSP Go. Uh, and then for the, also for the Go, there was it's Go time. That's yeah, why don't corny, you, but it works. Why don't mm -hmm. you? PSP go to the polls. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> go to They should have. They should have worked in a way to vote with that. Might have. Uh, Might have helped the console out. Make yeah. America greatness away. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Uh, again, the UK and Europe with territories with a very specific global message, which was the your your whole world in your hands. See, I'm telling you, Europe is just trying to dominate the whole world. It's like all their slogans are like, we're just yeah. subtly going to tell everybody that we're going to take over the entire planet. That that that's a that's a good slogan though. I do like that one. Mm -hmm. It is a good one. And then there was uh, step your game up. That's a bad one. Uh, this was uh, this was actually a marketing of that movie Step Up. Yeah, and they right. did, it was a partial marketing. They had a PSP Go yeah. in one of the scenes, and so it was. They were also marketing the marketing. sixth grader that said, "Hell's yeah!" Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, then early PS3 stuff. There was the wait is over. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Like I don't know what do you do like, with that? What do you do with that? Like the, the wait. The waits. The wait is over. The wait is over. Like yeah, <laughs> obviously I've got the console now. Like <laughs> wait. So PS3, the wait is over. PS4, greatness awaits. They just go back to greatness awaits. I think was it. Yeah, the greatest awaits is PS4. Yeah, yeah, no, they had great greatest awaits tail tail into PS3. But uh, did they have it earlier? No, they didn't. This I don't know. <laughs> We're waiting. <laughs> great work, everybody. Yeah, uh, yeah. Then there was uh, they start doing the the three stuff, the weird the weird silly threes and e's things. Yeah. Uh, Welcome change, but it just looks like Welcome Chang Three. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I saw that on because, the because it was all that the Spider Man font on everything, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then with 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 greatness awaits comes greatness responsibilities. No, I'm dead. <laughs> then there was this is living, which is like, you okay? If, you this, right? is, if, that's, if this is living, this is uh, you might want to you know. Now this is pod race. <laughs> this is living. Okay, so yeah, those again. I really just I love looking at this entire. It's a living section. Yeah. <laughs> 
now that's what i call gaming uh no i just i love these they're they're so they're so funny i would love to hear like what what our audience thinks what's what's the best what's the best playstation slogan and why is it uh live in your world i i, I do i do think hell's hell's yes <laughs> hell's yeah it's <laughs> such a funny one to me oh my god yeah because it's also like there's like a, the worst person you the worst richest guy you know in your town owns a really nice house because he pitched that like he was like hell's yeah and like just they ran with it and they're like here's all the cocaine and uh, a couple of houses good job buddy you did it good god good job marketing guy okay so i figure we just take a take a personal moment and just contextualize where where were all of us when this show started june 25th 2007 ballpark summer 2007 what was going on in your life i was fresh out of high school couple actually a couple years into college and mm. i was working at gamestop selling all these big games that dropped in 2007 at the midnight launches so i was in charge of decorating the store and managing the line and losing my voice every every other week uh, this was in two the weeks after e3 so you're probably doing tons of pre-orders for all the games 100 percent. yes yeah. there were so many because that was a big um, thing back then yes was... pre-orders were massive and mm -hmm. like I, my store was one of the big ones like we got a lot of them because i just knew my shit as as expected um and so like everybody's like oh okay and you know it was that's where i was doing that um but yeah that was man, that was a crazy that was a crazy year for just like so, people coming in e3 was weird that year 2007 was infamously at the santa monica airport for no apparent reason oh yeah what <laughs> so there's like a couple odd years like most of the time it's in la convention center and then there was a couple years where the they airport added, yeah well i mean like they yeah no, yeah, Santa Monica Airport, where they filmed uh, the Johnny Cage scenes in Mortal Kombat, the movie, and where Tom Cruise would kept. I forgot about that. What are you guys doing over that? here? What are you making? Are you making a movie? Uh, no, they, they, did, they did that there. There's like, I mean, I think we're all, honestly, we haven't been doing this long enough to have these these horror stories. It's always been kind of at LA Convention Center. But yeah, yeah, I never did any of the weird years. Yeah, no, we had, we, had, um, we had John on a couple weeks ago, and he was talking about how it was like the year that it was in Georgia. Mm -hmm. or like yeah yeah whatever which is and it was like, in wasn't it, it in vegas for a minute and then was was well, there one in chicago i don't maybe i don't know it's just it's weird to think about this it just it seems completely bizarre but also the fact that we were used to it being beginning of june just always yep it was e3 2006 was in was in may 10th and then e3 2007 was july 11th so it's like Okay, which weird weird timing. So this oh, was, so in so 2006 was, was pre. So this was right before. This would have been right before. Yeah. Oh, so. interesting. So yeah, they. I, ah. I didn't know it was coming down the road, but yeah, I. Uh, how long did you work at GameStop? Uh, ten years. Ten years. Way too and long. Ten years too long. It's not. It's nothing compared to uh, podcast beyond. Sixteen years. I know. Almost. Get one. Almost. I know. <laughs> Ryan. Right. Ryan, what were you I'll doing? I'll do better next time. I'll, I'll quit and go back. Uh. I had a uh, illustration degree from the School of Visual Arts in Manhattan, and we were, I believe, on the precipice of a recession, and no one was hiring artists. And I, I had just gotten out of like a long-term relationship, so me and my ex-girlfriend broke up, and I was like, I don't know what to do right now. And I was really, I just really reconnected with video games. They'd always been there for me, but I, I you know, that was that was like. It, it just felt like all the companies were kind of doing a bunch of really cool stuff at the exact same time. And so I got really into video games again and I was reading about them all the time. And I was like, I want to start a, uh, like my own video game site type thing. And I was like, I want it to be like humor comedy focused. And so I had, I'd started working on that and, uh, 
planting the seeds for what eventually went on to be my career. But because maintaining like a website was so expensive back then, mm. like server costs and everything, uh, I had to like sell most of my video games for cash Ugh. to pay for the server cost to write about video games and i did that for about did you come into my GameStop to sell where, where were you at i went into a GameStop to sell probably yeah but what, what, what store was it it was in northern new jersey oh i was in california we just missed you probably hey, we were so close so close yeah, yeah, i want you to continue doing this and just messing with brian this is yeah because <laughs> it always take, she did that the other day and i was just like you were like, oh yeah, well, you know what? What year was this? Where was this? Oh yeah, I was right. I was right next door, and I was like, in Cal in California. But I was, in those are. <laughs> oh yeah, you're you're fucking with me. I <laughs> I love just short circuiting Brian's brain. Regular, uh, regular. Uh, you're very good at it. It's, um, it's fun. Yeah, and so uh, like eventually, within like the next uh, a year or so, I I got a call from IGN being like, "Come out here and, and do this." But uh, I remember just being like totally locked in on video game news at the time, and there were tons of websites, and YouTube was YouTube was blowing up, and uh, YouTubers were starting, and you know, uh, people were just covering it in all these different ways, and I just thought it was just like the most exciting, inspiring, awesome industry in the world and just watching all of this stuff happen and then watching all like the like that was the first time people started like you know uh making fun of it too like you had a platform for it and like we had a little bit of social media but like people would write funny articles about something stupid that one of the companies did or said and i was like oh i like that i like that coverage i like being able to like come in from that perspective so that was like a very specific little window where i think it was this sort of peak of like blog culture mm -hmm. you know like yeah a regular person could make a website and write stuff on there and, and blow up. And, and blow up, journal yeah. was a big thing back then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I mean, like, even I, I don't know, like, I used to read, like, Sean Baby's website. Yeah. That was his, like, thing he did in his spare time when he wasn't writing for EGM. And, like, I don't know, like, it, it that's where Destructoid came from, which is what eventually gave me, you know, my first step into the game stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I was in, I was in community college when this show started and I was working at the, like, the copy center on campus. Uh, I looked like the cross between Jay and Silent Bob. Like I wore like a backwards trucker hat and like dicky shorts every day, and had like hair down to here. That was red. Let's get yeah. a Photoshop. Let's uh, let's see what that looks like. Maybe two that. Maybe that was two thousand six. That looks anyway. <laughs> um, but no, like I got my first start in like in writing something for other people. Like I started doing stuff with the, the school paper at my at my at my college, and like one of the first things I had to do was actually. Oh my God! Did you? See How did you do that? Where did you, okay, we got old footage of me and Scott Bromley doing. You look, auto impression. You look exactly the same. Yeah, I look pretty much the same. <laughs> that's not from that's that's not that's black and white footage. That's not from 2007. That's from that's like, right. It's from <laughs> nine, it's from 1997. It's, it's black and white footage. Is obviously 1997. Um, obviously, it's old because it's in, know, like, it's not in color yet. Yeah. One of the first things I had to do that was like <laughs> it was like you know publishing a game related thing was uh, I think it was like Christmas 2006 maybe maybe not even maybe it's 2007. It was at the time where people were like, do I get a Wii, a PS3, a 360? And so I made this graphic that was like a police lineup of like the different controllers like oh yeah nice. and it was just it was just so much drop shadow just terrible and it was like you know it got printed in like a, a newspaper it's that that was i mean i guess they still probably have school papers and stuff but it was yeah. weird to be like you know that was having having a thing you worked on get like put somewhere else that was out of your control is kind of a wonderful wonderful 2000, feeling 2007 was the year that we launched right or no that was 2006 2006 yeah. okay so that was i mean 2007 is really sort of when that generation of gaming was kind of hitting full stride. Yeah, yeah. Which <clears throat> brings us to our next topic. Mm -hmm. What's the best year in gaming? Oof. 2007. 
Is it 2007? I'm going 2017. I actually don't believe 2007, but I wanted to talk a little bit about yes, some of the huge stuff. I think 2007 was a really significant year that sort of marked the beginning of modern gaming. Yes. Which is a yeah. hard thing to pinpoint, but like that is really a bunch of stuff kind of shifted that year and a bunch of huge franchises started that we are still talking about today that it really became like, mm-hmm. you know, kind of emblematic of what, you know, the gaming landscape looks like. Um, GTA 4 came out. That was, you know, one of the biggest games of the year. And it was, I think it was interesting because that was, that was Rockstar getting more serious. Mm-hmm. That was their first foray into like, this is bordering on realistic. You know, it was still goofy, still cartoony. It still had like Mad Magazine business names, but it was like, they were starting to kind of rein things in a bit compared to, you know, what eventually, you know, happened in, uh, you know, in, in five, like five is pretty. Yeah. And pretty I mean, and you could also take your cousin bowling. So. I went, I went to the midnight launch for that at a GameStop in New Jersey. And uh, I, I, I yeah, guess I accidentally, I know I just missed you. I accidentally cosplayed as Nico Bellic because that's exactly how I looked at the time. Yeah. You had no hair that time as well. Yeah. Or like a little bit. And you then had the fingerless gloves, you know, you I probably, I honestly, helicopter getting there. I, I smoked <laughs> cigarettes. So I probably did have fingerless gloves for some dumb reason where I was just like, Oh, I this mean, is it, cool. It was the earth through your finger. <laughs> it was the 2000s. We did a lot of uh, fashion things that just did not make a yeah. lot of sense back then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was also Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare, which it's funny looking at like we we are all like Call of Duty again and annualized thing that didn't that didn't get annualized until two, I think. Like, yeah. like a three year gap, two or three year gap between the first one and the second one. And at that point, it was like, oh, cool. They're making a new one. And yep. then it's also you're like, oh, it's like a Saving Private Ryan game series, whatever. It's like a Medal of Honor competitor. It, Modern Warfare, and then Modern Warfare was like, it changed it, that yeah. that game. And I'm not a Call of Duty guy, but that that game oh, changed I, gaming forever. I lost I lost weeks to that game. Mm-hmm. Like it was just so like just gripping on me and my friend group. Like that was all we played. Like, yeah, it was. And when none of us had, were big Call of Duty fans before that, because all the previous ones were like just remasters of call of duty one remaster of call of duty two like these pc call of duty games that were bringing out that came out and then on like the ps2 Uh they did like the big red one edition yeah the big the 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 big what was that one big red one yeah red one yeah it was like big red one (laughs) (laughs) edition uh former Um, ps3 slogan (laughs) the big red one um (laughs) you know it had clifford in there somewhere (laughs) (laughs) but uh but yeah no like this one came out and it just was so just fundamentally different from all the previous call of duties like we had seen call of duty 3 um with the 360s launch when they ported it over and it was starting to kind of get into that online play and like Mm -hmm. competitive landscape but it just it didn't take off as well Mm -hmm. as i'm sure activision wanted to and then they dropped this and yeah the other thing that happened in 2007 was was halo 3 had dropped that too people love the multiplayer of that and then modern warfare i think rode that wave and it was 100%. multi-platform so it really it clicked in a lot of ways there and yeah. it was more realistic so people who didn't really like, i don't want to shoot aliens because i'm yeah. too cool to shoot aliens world war ii shooter that's old those guns are made of wood it's like <laughs> yep. uh but no it's 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 a fitting title modern warfare because it really was sort of the, the mark the beginning of what uh, you know gaming is still feeling those influences like it's still we're still kind of getting that. still the best-selling franchise every single year oh, yeah. because of that game yep, yep straight up uh and then we also got bioshock which, best game of the yeah, best game of the on, year, on hands the down. Opposite end of the of the shooter spectrum is like it really makes you think. Do you, you know, multiplayer? Do you all remember like downloading that demo and playing that the the beginning of that game mm-hmm. and like your ship crash landing in the water and then you swimming to a tower and then going in the tower and ending up in Bioshock was like there was at the time I think that was the most impressive like first fifteen minutes of any video game ever. 
that was that's what bought me got me to buy a 360 yeah that, that bioshock yeah. literally is what was the reason because it was a 360 exclusive at launch mm-hmm. uh-huh. and that's what made me buy a 360 because my uh one of my coworkers was like just touting this game and stuff like that and i was like all right all right let me give it a try and i was just blown away like this the, the water on fire and like the little like elevator submarine stuff and then seeing the whales outside of the city was mm-hmm. just like i was like the the design like philosophy in this game is off the chart like there's i've yep. never seen anything like this before it's so well, it's, cool i mean it's the equivalent of like a really just amazing establishing shot or like opening yeah scene. yeah it's an, mm-hmm. you know it's an opening but i think it really also just it does so much to completely completely present what's going to happen which yeah. is not you know what's going to happen but really like pull you into yeah. the world so yeah. you know what to expect but not what you don't yeah. know what to it's expect a, it is a, it is a thesis statement yes. yeah it very much is upfront yes. with what's going on and you, you got a you got a good list here so far max yeah man i'm telling you, 2007 was legit there was also and again apologies for talking about what were at one point you know xbox exclusives on a playstation show but uh also mass effect which was right. Kind of the beginning of, of, I mean, Bioware had done Knights of the Old Republic. Mm-hmm. They had done uh, Neverwinter Nights and stuff like that. A uh, bunch of RPGs, but I feel like Mass Effect was the first one that was like, this is a kind of crossover RPG because it's got, it's got like shooting in it. It's got like action, more heavy action mechanics. And it's uh, also proof that they could deliver a big epic space opera without a Star Wars license. Yeah. You know, yep. It established itself as like original IP and we're, you know, we're still talking about it. We're still waiting for whatever the next one is. I uh, I had very mixed feelings about Mass Effect when it first dropped. Like I, I was like very excited and I was like, Bioware, sweet. I loved KOTOR and I got to the Citadel and then I fell asleep one night and I never turned the game back on again. <laughs> I've since gone back and beaten them, but, of course, like, yeah. but like at that time I was like, I'm just, I'm so bored, like walking around the Citadel talking to everybody because you guys know me, I'm a completionist. So I got to go talk to everybody. I got to go get all the quests. I got to find all the stuff like before I can move on. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a thing. Yeah. The uh, whole thing. Assassin's Creed. That was the first one. Yeah. The first one. Yeah. Like, that dropped that year, which is like, I mean, it, it's crazy that would that uh, kind of the birth of the modern open world game there, mm-hmm. uh, mixed with stealth too. Yeah. Yep. Like the fact that we had GTA Four that year, which obviously revolutionized open world games. But that was all like guns out blazing, mm-hmm. right? Like this, this is a city where everybody sees you, and you're shooting everyone, driving cars. And Assassin's Creed was just like you're sneaking up behind people, you're you're shanking them, mm-hmm. and then you're hiding. Well, that I, was like it, that totally like chocolate and peanut butter combination. Yeah, like stealth and open world. You're like what? And also, I I feel like it was. I mean, there's definitely stuff where they would like cordon you off with the animus and like mission structure. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Like yeah. as far as the exploration went, I think it was it was more. I honestly can't. I can't remember the first one that well, but like, you know, compared to to GTA, where it was always like you'd get to a toll booth and they're like, you can't go here yet. Yeah, you haven't unlocked the second island. Like there was always, it was kind of like locked off, which was sometimes like technical limitations or you know gameplay limitations. But I feel like, you know, this the the modern you know done to death the open world game that Ubisoft churns out is still really close to what this was. Yeah, like it's still yeah. very much has that kind of those guts to it. And the, the, also the like the costume design on the assassin was incredibly inspired at the time too. Like this yep. this is not like video game protagonists didn't look like this. Nothing really looked like this, right? I mean, we had guys with hoodies in the previous generation and like, you know, Mark Echoes getting up or whatever, yep. but like <laughs> like the the assassin uh d- like design was just super super cool this is the one game that i was so hyped for at launch that I ended up returning like oh, really? right off the bat like i just i was so like i loved everything about the design of the game 
but the gameplay itself mm. was just it was so minimal. It was definitely an almost, and they definitely there we go, Mark. And Mark, Mark Echoes, getting up. yes, yeah. for the PS2 uh, and Xbox. The uh, Assassin's Creed Two is one they were like, yes. okay, this yeah. now it's and on, that's what got right? me to go back and play one. Is like I played two and I was like, okay, let me go finish one because yeah. I want to know what happened. Well, that's so often the case. I yep. mean, look at uh, Mass Effect Two is where they where they stuck the landing there, yep. and it's uh, we also got Portal in the orange box that year. Mm. Uh, which was, you know, team. My God, as well, which is just, just wild. <laughs> but to have to have one of the best games ever made slipped quietly into a collection of other incredible mm -hmm. games is unfathomable. Yeah, they don't do that anymore. No, like you don't they just don't. get. You know, they, they don't just go like, hey, we're going to throw uh, Wind you know, Waker in here with Breath of, with Tears of the Kingdom. Like, yeah. you're going to get that. Like, like yeah, you, you buy like, Tears of the Kingdom and there's quietly just another classic Zelda game sitting there. Like, yeah, like Portal was mind-blowing at the time. Like, the Portal was... Also Half-Life 2. The, oh, my God. stuff. And, yep. yeah, just... Uh, the Orange Box. Team Fortress. Like, like, how, mm -hmm. how dare you? How, yeah. Like, what, a, what a flex. Like, what? Like, Seriously. Yeah, Valve, and they're like, where's Half-Life 3? And it's like, shut up. Look what they, they just knocked yeah. that out of the You got your value back yeah. in 2007, guys. You, yeah. You're not due till 2027. They don't need to make a game for 16 years. Well, I mean, they did Alex and all that, but. Just, um, just like the idea of opening up, like hitting, hitting the, like the, the start menu on this game and then just having that, this, this choice yeah we we get that now with like remastered collections and stuff like yeah. that but this was unheard of in 2007 yeah yeah and portal was such it was such a big thing <sighs> like and that was i mean that was a, a kind of meta narrative self-aware sense of humor that is now yeah often cringy i just can't wait for the cake yeah. i can't mm -hmm. wait for the cake to get here for yeah, beyond's 800th birthday today cake. yeah, yeah. We, i did promise cake what could go wrong <laughs> This episode of Podcast Beyond is brought to you by NordVPN, a great way to protect yourself online while also improving your overall experience while enjoying cyberspace. Are you tired of streaming shows, movies, or sporting events being unavailable in your region due to draconian restrictions that are based on completely arbitrary geographical boundaries in physical meat space? Well, switch your virtual location to a place where that's no longer an issue. The same goes for shopping. You can get the best possible deal on subscriptions, flights, hotels, and other goods and services like that from websites that like to play favorites with certain territories and currencies. Meanwhile, encrypted traffic protects your data from hackers, viruses, malware, phishing sites, and other harmful hitchhikers of the information superhighway. Though really, it's more of an information autobahn because there is no speed limit with NordVPN. It is the fastest VPN in the world, so there won't be any buffering or lagging, and it'll stop your ISP from throttling your bandwidth. Isn't that nice? One NordVPN account can be used across six devices, which is great. My wife has been using our account to watch all sorts of awful British reality TV shows that aren't available here, like Argument Island or Half Naked Idiots Fall in Love, and everyone's favorite, The Worst People Just Got Married, Let's Hear Them Talk About It. Shows that are so bad, they're blocked in our part of the world for our own good, but luckily, NordVPN allows her to trick the internet into thinking she's in the UK, so she and her awful friends can shriek and howl and cackle at the TV while I'm trying to relax. I've been using my VPN too. You know what I've been using it for? None of your business. Yep, that's right. And thanks to NordVPN, my data is safely encrypted, all bundled up in a weighted security blanket of incomprehensibly complex math problems and nobody can tell what it's doing under there. Data, you do your thing. I'll leave you alone. One month of NordVPN coverage costs less than a cup of coffee. Coffee can't protect you from cyber criminals unless you throw it at them or pour it on their computers and you'll probably get in trouble for doing that. So get NordVPN instead. To get the best possible discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com slash pobeyond. That link will also give you four extra months on the two-year plan. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. Again, that is nordvpn.com slash pobeyond. And now, back to the show. 
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, the Witcher launched in 2007, which is unrecognizable compared to what that's the first Witcher. Yeah. Yes. First Witcher from a little tiny Polish studio, which was, I think, running on the KOTOR engine. And I remember... Um, uh, one of the one of the uh, either CDPR guys or the just regular PR guys was was talking about how like they you know they have like the biggest most crazy presence at, at E3 now when mm-hmm. they're showing off Cyberpunk and stuff like that. But back then they had like a little they had like folding chairs in a conference room and they're like, please look at our game, check it out. This is about there, hit there was uh, I mean obviously I guess in two, th- this. 2007, I don't know if the, the E3 was back at the airport or if it was at the convention center, but there was an area in the LA convention center called Kensha Hall, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> which the, the longtime listeners will probably recognize as like a place where like, that's where like the uh, Telltale's The Walking Dead was first debuted. And it was just like these like seven bathroom sized booths with no fanfare in between the main two giant halls at E3. And there were just like, you would just go in there and it was like, Hey, uh, please, please clap. You know, like, um, a lot of really tiny games were in there that went on to become some of the biggest franchises on earth. So it's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Speaking of, um, humble beginnings and all that, uh, Uncharted launched in 2007. Did you you segue humble beginnings with like the, literally the, the whole, that's the whole sick, uh, was it, uh, six yeah, service? Yeah. Per, I can't remember. I'm terrible. <laughs> we want to talk a little bit about sort of Uncharted in a little bit, but um, I think, yeah, 2007, really, really killer year for game. Incredibly gaming. strong argument really, there. Really phenomenal, but we are obnoxious people who can't agree on things. Yeah. So we yes. each picked competitive years for that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, let's, Jada, why don't you kick this off? You, so it's 2017, 10 years later. This mm. is uh, this is when, you know, PS4 is in full swing. Uh, my game of the year for that year was Near Automata. That game was just... Phenomena. Automata, automata. <laughs> um, but Near Automata, um, just... Man, just a fantastic freaking RPG from Square from like a long lost, like, or not long lost, but a franchise that really just hadn't been a lot done with it. Just storytelling, just the gameplay, just top notch, the soundtrack. I listen to the soundtrack regularly. Okay, we right. got like three pages yes. of games, so yep. we rapid fire yep. this. Yep, yep, Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, that's series is going strong. We're going to get another one. Just heard about that today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Prey. Uh, which, you know, obviously had a little bit of bumps at the start, but solid game. We got Uncharted Lost Legacy, so mm-hmm. Uncharted still kicking strong. Res- uh, Evil Within 2, mm-hmm. Resident Evil 7, yeah. Sonic Mania. Sonic came back. Sonic was good again. Yeah. Finally, Brian. Finally. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gravity Rush 2, Neo, 
Assassin's Creed Origins, Assassin's Creed reinvented their formula. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got Cuphead, which was a fantastic platformer. I freaking love Cuphead. Uh, and we also got Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey that Insane. year. Like, yeah. what so, was 2017? Yeah, a strong theme in 2017 is that, so Resident Evil, Assassin's Creed, and uh, Zelda, at the time, long, incredibly long-running, beloved, classic yep. video game franchises that completely reinvented themselves successfully. Yes. That is incredibly hard to do, and all three of those things did that that year like how insane was it when they were like resident evil is a first person game now but it is stylistically within the roots of the original game but now it's also set in some like backwoods trash house in new orleans but also it connects to the main timeline yeah i think whatever that plate of spaghetti is Yeah. yeah Um, Brian, what about you? So I went with 2020, and the reason I want to contextualize that is because uh, 2020 fucking sucked yeah. on a on a social yes. level, on a social. public health level, on a being alive on planet Earth level, and we needed video games that year, arguably more than we've ever have in video history. Video games did a lot of heavy lifting. Yes. They let us explore magical, distinct worlds that uh, were on our TVs in places where we couldn't go anywhere, really. So, 2020 had uh, The Last of Us Part Two, Ghost of Tsushima. Banger. Another banger. Doom Eternal. Another banger. Animal Crossing New Horizons. Brand new next-gen console launches with the Big banger. PS5 and the Series X and S. Uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales, uh, launch banger. title. Demon Souls remake, launch title. Big Astro's banger. Playroom, launch title. We had Final Fantasy VII remake RPG that year banger. with Hades. We had Microsoft Flight Simulator, Yakuza Like a Dragon, Hyrule Warriors, which I can take or leave. Streets of Rage 4, awesome Star Wars Squadrons, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Genshin Impact, and Half-Life God, Alex. I might, so, I might like 2020 better. There's a lot there's of really so good stuff in there. I threw I there's I put some filler in there, right? Like oh, yeah. Ori and Genshin and like those those, those are, are those had are some big games. But those had some good impact though. Like for sure, I for mean sure. Genshin is freaking it, Genshin had a considerable impact. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I chose that name per, per no. um, but to the fact that we, we started that year in like such a dark place uh, and we ended that year with the console launches despite mm-hmm. the fact that it seemed like that wouldn't happen and we spent like getting to run around in Ghost of Tsushima in, mm. in photo mode in when they, they closed the playground next to my house I couldn't take my kid anywhere but I was like running around feudal Japan and I was like okay yep. this is this Animal Crossing like you know obviously the heavy Animal Crossing control. prevented a lot of suicides there. yeah yeah like that's, um, that full-on kept people from that was having friends over to your island like yep. checking stuff we, out we like, had The Last of Us 2 which was probably a little on the nose for the timeline yeah but, one, i bounced off of that one because it was it was it was too real um but we also got, we also got resident evil 3 remake which opens with there's a horrible pandemic and i was like yeah there is yeah <laughs> let me fight nemesis um i mean uh, demon souls remake uh astro's playroom one of the best launch games ever made mm-hmm. spider-man miles morales like do you know how much i missed new york city that year and i i didn't i didn't get on an airplane. I didn't get go home to see family, and I was just like, "Yeah, it opens with that dude speed running a mall at Christmas time." Like it's yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I spent a lot of time in Miles Morales just walking <laughs> because I was like, "I missed this." Yeah. This is my favorite bodega. Yeah, yeah. It's it's <laughs> uh, yeah. No, uh, that's that's my case. Pretty huge. Uh, so I. I love I love 2015. That's mine. Okay. And there's All a right. lot of personal favorites there. We got Bloodborne, obviously. Mm. I mean, I, there, I have there was there was no op- I, talk about there was Bloodborne. no other year that could have been your favorite. It's the, one of my all-time favorite games, right up there with Metal Gear Solid Five. And people are like, I never finished. Ooh, yeah. it. I said, never. Neither did Kojima. Mm-hmm. But uh, 
no, I mean, that, that's a phenomenal game. And also The Witcher 3, oh, uh, Fallout 4. There were some very, very big, big games there. Man. That is, I mean, I think that is the year that this, this last generation hit its stride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider came out the same day as Fallout 4 as an Xbox One exclusive, which is unfortunately why it's, I, I feel like I kind of got slept on. One of the, the best. Yeah. The best one, in the trilogy. That is what, hands down. Yes. Yeah. Also one of the most notorious, like bad launch, launch day. Yep flubs in history i would say um rocket league kind of a smaller thing but that launched on playstation plus as like a little car soccer game and, and it spun out to a massive massive, massive e you, can't, yeah. you can't just show me bloodborne footage like we're gonna, we can You're, watch more blood you can just no but i it just means i have to go home and and and, and dump another hundred hours it's into a that good game. game i can't look at it, it out that's how I, uh, I get brian to not do any work i just yeah him clips of bloodborne i know it's yeah. not even me doing it's anything. like if i'm a dog you put peanut butter on my not even me doing anything it's just me idle in the town just like hey look we also got, I'm not done yet. There's more. There's more here. There's also Dying Light. There's Ori in the Blind Forest. Mm -hmm. uh, there's Until Dawn. There's Mortal Kombat 10. There's Undertale. There's And then on the licensed front, there was Batman Arkham Knight, Mad Max, and Star Wars Battlefront. And I I know that you, you kind of came around on, on two. I still like the first one better. I feel like it's... Battlefront? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, got, it's mm -hmm. such a goddamn clean design. And that was also... Uh, I don't know. It had its had its faults, but also was just like a really gorgeous game. I, I, I spent dozens of i was i was also like uh force awakens had just come out and yeah, that star wars yeah, fever was yeah. in the air again and getting to play like a, a big gorgeous 3d next gen star mm -hmm. wars game was just awesome uh, and then finally and this is easy to forget because it keeps getting re-released for other stuff but gta 5 came out on ps4 and xbox one that's right and they did a considerable amount to like improve that game compared to the previous like, right they had a whole first person mode and then you can yep. eat peyote and turn into animals yeah as as that's concerned. right those are the two features that most games need added it's just, I don't G care GTA what Five is, is potentially yeah. on all of our years. By the no. way, I mean that's exactly that's like that is the that is the uh, I definitive edition of that game. They added yeah. what cell shading to the new one or something, but you know they spruced it up and it's a hell of a game. Uh, so yeah, what do you uh, think? I'm interested what the audience. Remember, uh, this is since Beyond started in 2006. Seven. 2007. Yeah, six. Seven. 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 2007. Seven. We know numbers. Bad at, bad at math. Uh, but thank you for the segue. That's actually perfect. Uh, the Sony E3 presser in 2006 is infamous as one of the most sort of just damning things that they ever did. That was when they said the PlayStation 3 is $599. 599 US dollars. 599 US Someone just fell over in the back of the room and said, no, no, don't worry. It's fine. People will get second jobs to pay for it. It'll be cool. I did. Uh, it's Ridge Racer. I got a third yeah. job. It's Ridge <laughs> Racer. Right. You have to pronounce the R's. Like Ridge. around a corner. Ridge Racer. Yeah. And then there was the giant enemy crab, yeah. which is a historically accurate uh, This is, this is based on historic battles in yeah. Feudal Japan. True anyway, story. here's this so giant. Everybody thing. loves to to crap all over that press event because it was it was really kind of a kind of a wreck. However, yeah. it's also when Uncharted was revealed, and I feel like this doesn't get talked about enough How's because it, po possibly the stop showing Days of the Blade. It's not. It's Days of the Blade are over. It is now giant it, crab. It's now Days of Play. Uh, <laughs> Look at that. That's a great crab. It's a great crab design. That was a good a crab. I mean, we don't mean to make fun of the crab. It's a good crab, but it was so so never happened. Uncharted was Thank revealed you, yes. at the, one Uncharted, of the, the, yeah. the most like dunked on. Bill Harrison came out and was yeah. like, "Oh, we have a great studio called Naughty Dog. They make a lot of very cool games. They're very, they're very sold millions of copies, and they have something new they've been working on." And I'll let the video speak for itself. And then they showed. It's a great impression. Thanks. Yeah, I, I watched this video a bunch to really get it down. <laughs> but no, they. It, this is also just feels like a complete anomaly in terms of how things get revealed and presented. Right. This wasn't this wasn't like a big mysterious CG trailer. This wasn't like a logo reveal. This wasn't. Uh, we have a new game we're working on. We're excited for you to hear more. It's here is one of our studios. They're working on something. Here's gameplay. 
Like they just showed off like here, here's Nathan Drake, who was unnamed at that point, running around in the jungle shooting people. And it's a completely different design from what we wound up getting. Uh, they're showing, you know, a lot of they showed a lot of like boats and drawings and stuff, mm -hmm. and a lot of environmental stuff. But then it just fully gets into into gameplay. Huge leap from your typical Naughty Dog game at the time, too, right? Like, but the thing keeps coming back to, yeah. yeah, like this is this is such a bizarre, yeah. And it, Nate looks borderline cartoony. Like he looks, I feel like he looks yeah. more in line with the Nathan Drake Fortnite skin than he does with the modern Nathan Drake <laughs> yeah, character totally. design. Uh, and he's got. He's got Converse All-Stars on, which he sort of does. He's got like kind of weird I don't know, alternate color scheme in his later versions, which again, really bad shoe to do uh, climbing and jumping and uh, mud stuff. Uh, muddy I stuff always in. rock climbing my chucks. They seem, <laughs> it seems very bad for all parts of your body, but it especially weird because they're like colorful and he's got this like, he's got this like raglan shirt on, which just makes him look a, a lot more, a lot more cartoony, you know? <laughs> Look, if you're going to do stealth in the jungle, number one shirt to wear, uh, red. Yeah, yes. for sure. No, well, I mean, like if John you're Connor's murdering everybody and there's yeah. just blood everywhere, yes. That's a good question. That's right. <laughs> is, I, you know, I honestly had never, I, I'm so used to, like, Nathan Drake having, like, boots. Which yeah, is yeah. Good, you know, a good adventure shoe, whatever, to wear. But then in this early version, he's just got, like, regular-ass chucks on and, like, you know. And, and. And so, Max, in, in the original Nathan, or Uncharted reveal trailer, we didn't get the name nathan drake and we didn't get the name uncharted no they didn't say the name it ends on the naughty dog logo which is just crazy to me that they're like hey, when is the last time i mean i guess i don't know i feel like is that following like cloverfield logic that was maybe pre-cloverfield even but it was i mean the whole thing was like showing a footage of something showing the showing the actual thing but then not telling you what it is is just a bizarre choice and, there, and <laughs> i feel like if they had announced that it's called uncharted that might have kind of saved their ass a little bit from that press conference because all of the coverage about it is like there's a cool Caribbean game that they're showing off that might. might <laughs> it was happen. all the it was all the PS3 price. It was all Ridge Racer. Mm -hmm. It was all Giant Enemy Crab. That was one of those first like super cuts you saw on YouTube of somebody. A video probably has a million views. I don't I don't even know who did it. Would, would chopped up that uh, press conference into just the pieces to, to dunk on right. Mm -hmm. And it is interesting that like Uncharted came from that and that is so that is a franchise synonymous with playstation at this point it got like a yep. a, a movie a couple of years ago it's got several sequels like well yep. it's it's funny because going back and looking at the sort of the the written coverage of this and like ign has a write-up about when this was first shown off and it's so funny because it's like it just seems you know it's it's oblivious it's detached they have no idea what they're what they're saying about it because it's it's a totally unknown quantity right uh ign wrote action looks like a mix of tomb raider and metal gear which is not <laughs> first one sure second one i guess uh with a dash of parkour freestyle street leaping which is a term for that i've never <laughs> street leaping is not street a, leaping yeah. i didn't see a single street in the trailer well, like <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I guess that was, I remember like, free, was it free running? Like there were different terms for parkour, but we eventually mm -hmm. just settled on parkour as like the household name. Yeah. I also remember being in summer camp and we didn't say third person. We just said Tomb Raider view. Oh, really? Yeah. I was, I mean, I was like 10 or something. No, for oh sure. yeah. Yeah. For sure. It was like, what are the, I was thinking, what are the games were out then that everyone knew as that viewpoint and like a, a bunch, but I, that was like one of the most. I only, I think I only knew third person just because like messing around in like camera settings for like. Uh, different games mm -hmm. or whatnot, and there was like a first person or a third person mm -hmm. for certain mm -hmm. games. Um, I think like no, Time Splitters was only third yeah. person. No, I think we or, would say well, like we'd say like Tomb Raider view or Doom view. But anyway, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, it, another write-up said, The animation system looked astoundingly nice and fluid, but the game's overall look still had a little bit of that plastic inhumanity to it that some next-gen games suffer from in the faces and textures, which uh, feels like not not really enough caveats that this is like early footage yeah it feels like oddly right. judgmental of something which again is being shown off at, at a press conference so you got to give them some credit for that this is my favorite part though it was also a jungle full of leaves but there just wasn't enough dirt yet in the <laughs> and what just what a strange criticism not but, enough dirt yeah too and, much water not enough dirt right? no i mean you can't win yeah really. <laughs> um i like this quote from engadget so engadget did some digging around like a month afterwards and they they said voice actor robert robin atkin downs has posted an online resume including a naughty dog project called quote big after an ign contacted sony representatives it was confirmed that at the very least big is an internal name for the ps3 naughty dog project so it's not an official name but the boys and girls at Naughty Dog believe the game to be dot 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 well comma sizable. <laughs> I mean, it's got it's it's got to step in those uh, Tom Hanks big shoes, so it had to be like big. It is interesting that um, the text in this one says something about like some curses can't, can't be undone. Yeah, yeah. Because um, the, the the first one does the first one end in with supernatural elements. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Like, I think, so that was Supernatural Elements has been, like, a core thing for most of them. A couple, One and yeah. two is what, for sure. I'm trying to remember three. three I think three had three something. Had mummies. Two had yetis. Was it mummies in three? three I, I know. I, no, oh, was that scarabs? Three was scarabs, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then so. it was it was four had just regular-ass mummies that blew up. Like That's there, right. Yep. That's what it mummies was. Mummies with bombs in them, which was, like, a, a funny, almost <laughs> supernatural thing. It's like, I got killed by a mummy that had a claymore in it. Uh, sure, yeah. why not? And then Lost Legacy had Frankenstein, as you there know. There we go. Yep. He wasn't in that. <laughs> it was actually it was actually the Doctor, too. It wasn't the, it wasn't the monster. It was Doctor That's Frankenstein. That's true. Dr. Frankenstein. Yep. Um, yeah, it's funny. Robin Atkin Downs voiced the, uh, the, the main, main villain from Uncharted 1. And, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, a bunch of a bajillion other things. But yeah, I love that that is the ongoing history of just is just people's resumes spoiling things. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. Like, I feel, like, also, it was, I feel th like that was a safe thing, like putting it on your resume back then when the internet was still yeah. very young. That was a very safe thing to do. Yeah. yeah. And nowadays, now it's like, hey, you can't add yeah. this. Well, a lot I of things now. My resume up. That's how I'm going to get a job. It's like, well, things now is they'll be like, Naughty Dog on LinkedIn is hiring a like a multiplayer zombie yeah. expert, and you're like, yep. hmm. New yep. Uncharted game may have levels. Yeah. <laughs> what? what? All right, they hired a level designer. Uh, no, but this is also really weird to think about is because at that point, uh, you know, Naughty Dog was was respected as a as a PlayStation studio, but it also was like they'd done, you know, Jack and Daxter and Crash Bandicoot, and then like a 3DO game that everyone hated. Yep. But it was all it was all cartoony stuff. Like no one had they had never attempted to do anything remotely realistic. And now we look at them as like the absolute pinnacle of like performance capture. Yeah. Right. And it all started with Uncharted. And it's kind of crazy to look back at that and just I mean, who could have seen that coming? Like who would have anticipated that we'd wind up with like nobody in those uh the who wrote those notes there. For, obviously. Like, <laughs> uh -huh. I'm gonna go leave a mean comment on this 16-year-old <laughs> blog post. <laughs> yeah just uh leave a little smiley face at the end and they'll know that you're yep. you're new i'm gonna go sign their josh their, their guest book i'm gonna go let them have it <laughs> uh so yeah one thing i also want to talk about in terms of sort of playstation goings on is psx 
which yeah. is a thing that I, I kind of miss. And I kind of wish they would bring it I back. I miss it a lot. I, yeah. I so miss PSX, especially when it was here in San Francisco, so I didn't have to go anywhere extravagant to uh, to get to it. I like it when things happen close to me, so it's less work for me to go and yeah, uh, exactly. get on the plane. I just got on the, the BART and just got went over. I just walked there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's right there. <laughs> Uh, but Jada, you did a bunch of digging about PSX. Yeah. Found some wonderful highlights. So like my first year was 2015 here in SF. And I thought that was the first year for PSX, but I was, I don't know, I guess a couple days old when I discovered that there was one in Vegas in 2014, the year before it was their kind of kickoff for it. Um, and so I was, I looked back at that. Um, each of the years they, they did, there was four years of PSX. They had anywhere from 80 to 130 different games that were on the floor playable right. um, over the four years, which is just crazy. Um, Capcom partnered with PS, with PlayStation for it. They had the Capcom Cup for three of the, 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 the final three years um, where we had pros playing Street Fighter 4 and 5, like winning money, like big cash prizes which was just crazy and that was like a big thing um 2014 was in vegas um that's where street fighter 5 was announced uh we oh, got, weird yeah this was like this is our first like look at chun li and ryu fighting um it was practically unrecognizable right i can't believe what they did uh we got sony santa monica's drawn to death game which was just on the screen right which right you uh, you forget sony santa monica did drawn to death because like they're just so synonymous. It's just God of War. Sony Santa Monica, that's all you think about is God of War when you hear their right, name. Right, right. And they did, but they did Drawn to Death. The Forest was revealed, which is, you know, uh, you know, ex-panelist uh, Mark Medina's, like, one of his favorite games of all times. Yeah. I'm always going to refer to him as ex-panelist just because it messes <laughs> with them. Hi, Mark. Um, Bloodborne had the Chalice Dungeons uh, revealed at uh, in Vegas in 2014. Mm. And then they also did a 20 years of PlayStation celebration in Little Big Planet 3, where they cre- recreated a bunch of big PlayStation moments in yes. Little Big Planet. That, that was really um, cool. And it was a very cool little trailer. It had like t- twisted metal and. It feels like a precursor to uh, Astro, Astrobot. I was, yeah. was going to say that I, to me, that felt like Sony started to become fully self-aware that they had a legacy. Mm-hmm. They had a lineage and they had some awesome fans who really loved a lot of their stuff. And like Nintendo was always really good about that, you know, back padding, like referential stuff of like, you've been here for a long time, but that's when Sony really started to kick in and be like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, we have a, we have an awesome library here. The 20th anniversary though. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. yeah they they went, have some mileage there to, to or, you know, some behind big. you, whatever. Whatever. Remember those 20th, was it 20th anniversary PS4s? Yes, they had like the, the gray ones with like the, the original PlayStation oh, like logo. So gorgeous. So cool. I'm so bummed I didn't get that. Same. Um, 2015 moved to SF. Like I said, we got the first gameplay for Final Fantasy VII Remake that at that conference. Like I was literally brought to tears sitting in the audience watching that. 2015? 2015 was the first gameplay reveal. So like they had, right. they had announced it previously and they, they had shown off like the really story cool cinematic. Trailers. Yeah. But this yeah. one had the really cool cinematic and showed the gameplay and like what it would actually look like was playing it, it. Train station part? It was train station. And I think there was a couple other little segments okay. they cut in. That but, was yeah. eight years ago. That was. And we're still. When's the next part out? End of the year. Later. End okay. Of the year. Yeah. Greatness awaits, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got uh, a Ratchet 2016 gameplay demo. This is when they like re. Uh, remastered Ratchet and Clank, the first, mm-hmm. the original. I missed, and they, they had I, the movie and stuff that they were promoting and I stuff like co- that. I totally forgot they had a, the Ratchet and Clank movie. Yep. I miss uh, Sean Layden on stage, by the way. I, I think I thought he had I a think, great. I think that's one. I think that's one of the things I miss most about PSX was there was such synergy and such just like great like 
uh, just hosts being yeah. on and throwing to each other and messing. There's like at one point, it's like, how many people are here to give, you know, Shuhei Yoshida a hug? Like, it's just like totally just enjoying and like taking their victory laps. And like, yeah. we know everybody's here to have a good time. Um, we got uh, another uh, Sony Santa Monica game, uh, which was Modern Zombie VR reveal. From that yeah. Out? I don't remember. And I was, I forgot to look that one up. We got an uh, announcement for Nino Kuni 2. And then we also got Paragon uh, was revealed, oh, which yeah, was a, a was a fantastic little uh, MOBA for the consoles, but unfortunately got shut down and is now coming back to life. Apparently, yeah, it's coming back what? somehow. Yeah, they at one point they made all the models free online, so anybody could take their models and use them in their projects with which like is whatever. Extremely license, cool. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember that. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Paragon is is supposedly coming back. I've, um, I've like actively thought of that game and tried to remember what it was called and just given up. Yeah. I was like, I could Google it, but I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. What messed me up was there There was a restaurant down the street from IGN during all of this uh -huh. called Paragon. And we used to take guests there for up at noon all the time. And so I would go and, and like have a drink and lunch uh, with devs, uh, game devs there and then come up the street and talk about video games. And then the exact same time there was a game. Uh, it, was too, it was too much information for me. Plus <laughs> the alcohol. <laughs> Uh, move forward to the next year. Uh, move to Anaheim for its final two years. 2016, we got the first look at Last of Us Part Two. Yeah. So that was a fantastic year. We got the first look at Uncharted 4. Really? Yeah. Um, we wow. got a deeper look at Horizon Zero Dawn. So when they revealed like the machines trailer. And so like they Oof. talked about like the machines and stuff that were going to be mm -hmm. in Horizon. I want to say this was my and, first PSX. And then the kicker that probably, I don't know, it either like made this the best year or started its decline. Nat 2 was revealed. Hmm. at PSX 2016. Right. So uh, yeah. for you NAC fans that, out there. That marks the beginning of Sony's downfall. <laughs> we remain to see if that actually happens, but we're blaming NAC if it happens. Next slogan, NAC won't return. Yeah. Um, uh, the following Nack died on the way back to his home planet. <laughs> uh, 2017, also in Anaheim, uh, we had the medieval, uh, or medieval, however you want to pronounce it. Medieval. Uh, medieval. <laughs> medieval um, <laughs> that was announced. We got Last Garden Guardian VR announcement, right. which I forgot that had a yep. VR component. Um, Wipeout Omega Collection VR announcement. And then Brian... You were there at 2017 in Anaheim. You hosted the Ghost of Tsushima developer panel. That That's year. right. That was yes. I was. Uh, I interviewed the the uh, team behind Ghost of Tsushima at Sucker Punch before. Like we yeah. knew a lot about that game. Did we have yeah. a trailer at that point? No, no. There was there was a teaser yeah, that played beforehand, and it was like all like dialogue over it, and just like a bunch of like almost like we had like that one shot of Jin. It was yeah. I think I think it ended on one shot of Jen, yeah, but yeah. like it went through all these like images of like Japanese culture and stuff like that and things like that. And yeah. Then, but yeah, that was that was really fun because I got to come out and there was just like this. I mean, the the crowd the at PSX was awesome. I mean, the announcer was like, and now your hosts for the next section, Brian Altano. And I was like, I was like, Dave. Yeah. And so I don't know. Like I always, I was always rooting for that game. We did. We did. We did. Um, a panel yeah, we did a panel there. This is uh, a, not the one. This isn't the right clip. But yeah, this is our panel we did. Um, yeah. And then I, uh, I think pull it off. I specifically remember I forgot <laughs> I forgot to buzz my head right before that. 
And so like, it's, I just, I felt like scraggly. Everyone but was it, like, get a haircut. Yeah. Maybe. If it's, if it gets too long, but yeah, I, I got to, I got to talk with like the, the art directors and creative directors and everything like that uh, around that game. And we didn't have a lot to show yet, but I just mm-hmm. remember being like so excited hearing about it. And then the more and more we found out about that game, uh, the more excited I got. And then it became one of my favorite open world games. I, I remember like all the talk about Ghost of Tsushima beforehand. This was before I joined IGN and I was at fandom and I like had sat in with dinner and was talking with people and they're like, they were trying to, they're trying to figure out how to market this game to where it's not just seen as an assassin's creed clone yeah like they don't want it to look like it looks kind of assassin's creed with its open world and the assassin uh the stealth kills but like it's so not assassin's creed it's so much di- it's so different and it really was god i miss psx so, yeah. i miss psx i hope we get more psx i want that i want that to bring it back it was a good time there we go like nature is healing what have you mm-hmm. um yeah so speaking of playstation games as we're prone to on this show uh i have been tinkering around with ai using computers to make new games that don't exist and i made one that someone requested last week everyone's pretty excited about the new twisted metal show a peacock original so i give you twisted metal a peacock original (laughs) a video game (laughs) and so what i did was i went on on, there's like an image generator thing and i said you know i'll make me sweet tooth and make me twisted metal cool cars and i think i said put uh anthony mackie in there somewhere and g- give me uh the twisted metal and i cobbled them together and created this box art with original sweet tooth who i think looks pretty good Why is his but hands I, blue? I also used uh, I, uh, I, int- uh computer-generated <laughs> uh, ai text to write a description and gameplay features and brian i would like you to read what twisted metal a peacock original a video game is all okay, about i'm gonna say that are these cars made of skin does that say it's coming on peacock it took yeah no so it, it it says Pete Petroit Patini. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like something uplo- Starbucks okay. sells. I uploaded the, the the graphic for here. Show it off to the, the camera there, so you can kind of get a, a better look. It's, look, that you don't want to look too closely. Deeply hard. Those, those of you are listening, like please, like come to the video and look at this because it yeah. is it is nightmare. It yeah, very, you can't. That's not the the rating is not pending the here. Cars it's, all look like uh, NC Testons. So they, uh, you know, I, yeah, that's what it is. I, like, I uploaded the the poster they put out, the official one that we I think put on the IGN Twitter that has mm-hmm. Anthony Mackie and his you know his car. It says Twisted Metal, and I uploaded it and said, make this logo say Twisted Metal the video game, and it just said. It, it just made it say like peep 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 pop up on, on the top like it, it made it say less yeah Peter uh, so. Pacini or whatever yeah, Peter yeah. Pacini a peacock okay so original. let's let's read what's on the back the uh, oh, does man. say it uh, Twisted Metal a peacock original a video game <laughs> thank you was created by Frank Herbert who is renowned computer scientist this plot consisted of three characters a boy and a girl who both used a toy gun. <laughs> Parentheses, Tom Brady. <laughs> what? <laughs> going. To, to attack their uncle, and they all had guns. Right? <laughs> this plot also included the creation of the two puppy, puppy rat <laughs> type dogs and the <laughs> And the creation of three kids who would then be the puppy rat children. Uh, these three For context i typed in twisted metal peacock original a video game and basically just hit shuffle the rest is i did not editorial what is anything. the puppy rat I children i don't know who's <laughs> writing that on the internet it's pulling stuff in putting it out there it's got to be some it's got to be some fallout like pulled oh stuff god uh these three characters were used to train the gun which used to be a gun with a gun handle 
The plot was then told from the perspective of the player character and the character having guns quotes again, Tom Brady. In fact, this is not actually the first time a computer game with multiple characters has been shown. That's fucking huge. Not the first computer game with multiple characters. You get, I mean, not the first one. There's been ones before. Some of you might've been confused by that. I was. Anthony Mackie, finally. The star is here. Uh, Stars is a young boy. Oh, that's going to be tough for him, considering he's an adult man. Yeah, they got CG. Who who wants his uncle to leave... A lot of uncle stuff. Who wants his uncle to leave the house and comes across a wall with a large gold sword, (laughs) gun, and a gun. Quotes a third time, Tom Brady. I don't know why during, during this encounter, the player character has a gun guns and a gun handle that are used to shoot again you guessed it tom brady fan favorite character sweet tooth he's finally here will use guns to hunt down kids tom brady (laughs) gameplay features breaking up a farm it's accurate i've run over a couple farms in twisted metal days balancing your that farms don't like all the cars driving around balancing your party breaking up the farm an important part of the game is challenging yourself to be creative and find new strategies to handle the aggressive farming (laughs) ai and aggressive fighting system okay so this farm had it coming (laughs) uh trying to avoid being called a farmer That's the real challenge right there is doing all that farming and not getting called a farmer. You can call me whatever you want, but don't you dare call me a farmer. Uh, Balancing your party. This is the main gameplay system that ensures you get the most out of your role playing. And finally, you will have to balance your party. (laughs) Just in case that was not abundantly. They just threw a threat in at the end there. So, God damn. This oh. is yeah, AI Twisted Metal, a uh, Peacock original video game based on the show is a terrible terrible idea. I think we got a hit in the making. I hope that we I hope the Peacock original uh, spreads its feathers and we get a brand new video game that uh, features everything you just said. I think it's great. Yeah, um this this game is rating penning. Uh it is also not suitable for farmers. Yep. No no good there. Um and Tom Brady. Enough, not for farmers. We are about at time right now, but uh thank you both for hanging out and talking about PlayStation goofing around. This was a really good time. This um, yeah, this is great. And thank I, you to everybody who watched and listened and continues to do so and has done so for presumably a long time in some cases because it's an old show. Uh we have lots more stuff to talk about. We will be back next week with more of that we did not get to a good chunk of our run of show here but but seriously uh, from the bottom of all of our hearts to all of our beautiful mm. puppy rat children out there tom brady is coming for you yeah (laughs) he is my uh, my little farming our puppy rat children maybe disguised as a sword made out of a golden sword gun (laughs) or something anyway there's a gun and a gun and a gun handle (laughs) if you got any suggestions for what uh video game i should make using the that Sound off in the comments. I'm I'm having a good time with that because it only does. You were were doing this in our meeting yesterday, and I just saw you crying. I was 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 like like, on camera. I I can't wait to see where this goes. Yeah, I don't know. Breaks our brains. Uh, Yeah. Thank you both for hanging out. Thank you, Max. Thank you. Thank you to everybody for listening. Thank you, everybody who sent in your PlayStation memories. I have them on the sheet. We will get to those. I will be. I will make sure. I will force my two favorite dads at IGN to let me. Thank you guys and read your stories. And thank you to everybody who worked on the show for years, be uh, on camera, behind the camera, uh, mm-hmm. uh, all the people at, at the top who didn't cancel it. You know, yeah. it's been a good run. Yeah. 
and beyond. We got beyond. At least one more episode. Beyond. Gr- greatness greatness awaits. Greatness awaits. Beyond. Hell's yeah. Hell's living yeah. your world, playing ours. Mozzarella sticks for the puppy rat children. Beyond. Beyond. Hell's yeah. <laughs> Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.